Hey folks, welcome to episode three of the the Tour de France Netflix commentary podcast. I gotta speed it up a little bit uh, because I realized that the Tour de France starts in like two weeks and y'all are not gonna wanna watch my recap about the last year's Tour de France during next year's. So I, I asked, I was like, hey, we're gonna have to watch more of this. How did you feel when I told you, or when I asked you, <laughs> when I asked you that? Do, I mean, I asked you if we had enough mezcal to get us through that. Yeah, and we don't. We're out of mezcal. I know. It's a problem. And popcorn. A lot of you asked last week if we really were eating popcorn, and the answer is yes. We're supposed to eat snails? I know. I don't understand why people thought it was weird. Why would you fake like, popcorn? We eat popcorn, popcorn all the time. Popcorn's, you announced... You watch a thing. You ate you the last bag earlier today. I did. And I had no popcorn. It's a delicious, salty episode. snack. Uh, so episode three, well, do you want to do a, you want to try to do a summary again this week? I can try. Okay, It's not going to be great. It's going to be the same thing. That's all right. But I know it's the, the mountain stages started, so we're going right. to get into the climbing, right? Yep. We started with, was it, did I start with stage seven? Well, the, I don't, it's stage seven to like vaguely 11 or 12 or 10, I'm not, I'm not sure. They didn't really do a great job, but, and I think Netflix doesn't care. But we started at seven. Yeah, seven was, it, it was, yeah. rig, it was rigid till there, but then it skips back and forth because they have one story arc goes through stage nine and then one goes yeah. back, which is a good way to tell a story, but also a confu- if you're trying to follow the race as we normally would, problem. Right, right. But also, yeah. I think it's okay. I'll, I'll allow this creative license. Okay. There was a lot of animals. Well, the first one, <laughs> the first the episode three was all the French teams. It was all about yeah, the French. That's that was the Pino's animals right. and his ranch farm and yeah. whatever. We like that. Part. That was I love that. that was we Wow Wow disappointed us with the with the the dog. Uh, they didn't get into his his whatever type of dog he had. Um, and then as soon as they as soon as like oh we're at Tebow's house, I was like oh there's gonna be goats. Yeah. There's gonna be goats because everyone knows so the Tebow much. goat thing. If you're a cycling fan, I had no idea. Goat, it's a whole it's a thing. And I was like, I was like, oh, here come the goats. And then there's like, they're wa- they, sh- they they zoom out. It's like a drone shot of his farm and all this grass. And then you just hear a meh. And I'm like, yeah, here, this is it. Uh, is that what a goat sound? That's a sheep. Meh. I don't know what goats, a goat. Goats are chaotic. They're really funny animals. Yeah. I mean that in a positive way, but they're, they, they'll, eat your, they'll eat your clothes. Yeah. They'll, yeah they'll, anyway, they showed, but they showed Tebow at home. Which we enjoyed. That yeah. was all the French thing. So then in episode four, they get more into, I guess, the real battle in the climbing stages. Right, right. right. So the like actual the GC top guys. threes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, okay. yeah. Uh, first of all, how do you like the show so far? Would you watch this if you didn't ride bikes? No. <laughs> that was quick. Okay. No. Uh, yeah, I knew the answer to that before. I just had to say It's just, I mean, I'm interested in, in it because I do ride bikes, but I'll, but... It just, it's a little confusing. It just jumps around. There's no storyline. There's no, I think it's hard to follow if you knew nothing about cycling. Yeah. Because even, even though they are ba- explaining some some basic things that make you probably want to like pull your eyes out because you know so much, mm-hmm. there's a lot that's missing. I think they have, they have a, the big hurdle here is like, because I can compare this to F1 series, which they did a great job of. There's, there's what, like 18 drivers in f1 it's just a lot more control they know a lot more what's going on uh and it's a lot simpler just like the first guy who crosses line there's some complexity in f1 uh as far as like you know they have the the pit stops and whatever so it's a little bit confusing uh you can manage to confuse me if you try with a with a european sport but uh but cycling there's you know there's three jerseys you're racing for there's the stage wins there's these complicated team dynamics that uh it just doesn't 
it's just a lot, I guess. It's a it's a commitment. They haven't even gotten the three jerseys. They haven't explained. The no, they haven't talked about the all. KOM. Yeah, I, I was wondering because there's yeah there's been no mention of like Magnus Court. I, they might and they might go back and do like a whole arc with with EF and their the KOM jersey and yeah, that okay. that well, might that might start lost... in stage one. What if so you you agreed to to watch this whole series uh, to do the podcast? What if I told you there was four hundred thirty episodes? Mm-hmm. I have I don't divorce. Know. No, I'd have some trouble sleeping, and I never have trouble sleeping. <laughs> and that would all just done. be me thinking about how to tell you that I wasn't going to watch 430 yeah, episodes. Okay. So you're down with eight. <laughs> yeah, eight's through fine. Four, yeah, yeah, yeah. And eight's you're good. okay, and I'll, I'll do a Mezcal run tomorrow, and I'll help. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, so so episode three is focused on the, the two French teams. Um, they, they skipped kind of around to stage seven. Uh, they they still do the thing. They don't mention who's in the breakaway and and that whole dynamic, which is like seven eighths of what goes on during the Tour de France is just the pretend like will the breakaway stay away, will it not? And I like that they. I mean, they don't have to because Netflix does get to summarize it. But that is when you're when you're watching the tour, they're like, oh, there's 50k to go, and they have 45 seconds. They can, it's like, no, of course they're not going to pull it off. Um, but you have you know again, they're trying to keep your yeah. eyeballs on it. Uh, so I like that, that Netflix doesn't put us through that. Um, I like Pino. I'm, I'm down. I have a season pass for, for yeah. hanging out with Pino and his, and his farm. For French fans, there's always like, oh, he's our guy for this five, six-year period. Um, and so that's definitely Pino for, for then and now. Before that was Thomas Volkler, um, who I don't like that guy. Nobody liked that guy. He was a real pain in the ass. I raced with him a lot. Um, just a pain in the butt in the pack, and I've I've never, you know, I'm sure Tebow's had his moments, but uh, but I think Tebow generally uh, a liked, pleasant dude. Yeah, he had a line that really resonated with me. That said, he said, "Sometimes I feel like I'm more popular than I am talented." Very reflective. Yeah. Yeah. No, he seems like a thoughtful dude. I I think you can interpret that that line, and because that was memed a lot, I kind of saw that. I thought about that a little bit. There's there's two ways to sort of see that. One is. Yeah, it's sort of a curse to be, to have fans and people are painting your name on the side of the road and, and you're going to come 35th on your home stage. But like, that's the reality because uh, you're just, you know, you're, you're, he's really good, but he's not that good. Um, and then the other is he's kind of in this weird spot ability wise where like there's, there's sort of two tiers of, well, there's a thousand tiers of riders, but there's, there's, for climbers, there's the, there's the top guys who are going to be top five in the GC, right? There's, there's that handful of dudes and if you're like the eighth best climber you're never gonna beat Pogacar on a climb there's just not it's it's a really simple power to weight he's got more than you uh so the only way you're gonna win a stage is out of a breakaway so Pino is playing the breakaway card and he's even to this day there was a whole twitter beef with him and Vauders uh, a month ago or two months ago during this year I forget there's I can't keep track um but he he's out of these breakaways and now when you're in a breakaway and you're clearly the strongest guy and everyone knows you're the strongest guy now what that means is it's sort of a beautiful equalizer because tactically everyone else in the breakaway is going to race against you. So like he's the best guy in the breakaway, but he's not that good that he can win when it's six against one. And, you know, so like there's a stage where he's in the break with with Bob Jungles um, and a bunch of other guys and Jungles attacks and I'm like Jungles super strong solid dude but when he attacks the other guys in the breakaway look at pino like oh you got to bring that back that's your problem that's not our problem because you're the you're the stage favorite here it's one of those like he can't he's not gonna be able to win the stage so he's sort of cursed like i'm i'm talented enough to like 
be famous or whatever, but I'm not so good that I can like outhorse this breakaway or outclimb Pogachar. And it's an interesting. I, I totally I see that. Um, and you know, crime a crime a river of uh, Cabernet and, and goat shit or goat urine, goat urine. Yeah. Cabernet. His name's Pino. Oh crap! I got that joke was right there. I just went for a cliche French reference. You t- you missed that? I missed that. Well, that's what you're here for. Nice job. Ugh, Teamwork. Thanks. I'm Thank kind you. of no, you're here to pick you. up I'm not going to lie. All right. I'm, that's she's lost respect <laughs> for me. Um, there, there's also the reality of knowing a lot of people are like, oh, this is your home climb. You should do well there. And like him knowing every curve of that climb does not improve his power to weight ratio whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, that's never, I think that's like, I don't know if that's a common thing to talk about because the race has something to talk about or if that's like a common misconception. Um, recon doesn't really help in a lot of situations in the tour. And I think, I think recon doesn't happen as much as you might think. A lot of these riders, like they're looking at a map, they got a guy on the radio, like they they're probably have like Google Earth photos of the last couple K, like maybe someone, you know, wrote it with the GoPro before and they're watching it. But like these guys have not seen these stages before unless the stages happened in a previous race and they don't remember. It's a blur. Um, each climb has got its own thing. So they're just like, but they're, they're, they've all done a thousand races and they all know like, here's the card on my stem. Here's what's going to happen next. Here's a guy on the radio. Um, but recon really isn't, isn't an angle there. Uh, they also get into Ben O'Connor, who's also from a French team, but obviously an Australian rider who was like kind of a favorite to podium top five. Um, and he, a really like painful, I think, humanizing arc for Ben O'Connor. He was the one who like crashed. Tore his... He tore a muscle. Yeah. Yeah. So there's this weird like, it's this funny thing that he, he even said it in the thing where like, you know, when you're covered in bruises and blood and bandages the you know the crowd and the and the audience whatever like they know they see what you're dealing with and they feel bad for you when you just have like a deep bone bruise that's swollen but it like deactivates half of your leg uh there's there's no visible sympathy but like you still can't pedal Um, it's a hard thing to be in pain or struggle and nobody sees it (laughs) you just need to wear like a a, like there should be like a red necklace just like yeah this hurts like i'm at a level 10 leave me alone are you saying that this is is like half the day was i annoying you today no okay i thought there was like a no 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 (laughs) like you mean this very moment for you having to listen to me (laughs) people don't know you're in pain where's my red necklace oh dear next episode (laughs) but the the whole uh yeah, they they don't they don't show a ton of him. He's almost like an afterthought in the filming, or maybe they filmed more and realized like, oh crap, that arc's a dead end because he pulled out again. It's a hard thing. Like Netflix can't interview 130 riders in the hopes that you know that's the right ones for the thing. Um, but he uh, the the lonely drop off at the airport is one that like every pro cyclist just like like you've everyone's done that. Everyone's seen that. Like we were remember we were in Europe uh, a couple months ago and like. We're flying from Girona to Nice and and buddy Joe Dombrowski, who we were teammates one year, comes up to us at the plane and it's just like, Joe, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be racing the Ruta del Sol. And he's like, yeah, I got sick. <laughs> like, he's just like, race is still going on. He was, yeah, he was in there yesterday and now he's flying home and uh, he's just like, the only time you don't want to be recognized. It's just like, uh. um, I remember being at the airport at, uh, I forget, but I guess it'd be Maastricht and like, I'm flying out because I was on the 
the I was pulled from the list the day before. Like I was a reserve, and then I didn't end up doing the race, so they sent me home. Like while all the other guys are flying in, so like I'm at the airport going one way, and everyone else is walking oh, by me. Like, hey Phil, what's up? It's like, I cannot. Like I'm putting dark sunglasses on and uh, and my my headphones, so no one. It's brutal. Uh, so it's like, yeah, I I feel you, O'Connor. Um, that's that's rough. And then the team like telling him. Uh, you know, you just push through one more day, and then this is a recovery day. Tomorrow's like a sprinter stage. It's like there's this weird like you can recover during the Tour de France is no. what they're trying to tell him. And the thing is, you kind of can. Like that's how the breakaway artists do it. It's just like here's the stage they're going for, and then here's like three days where they're not recovering, but they're not as effed as the other guys who were really racing that day. You can yeah. kind of hide in the pack and be like, all right, today I lose 25 minutes, uh, and I'm still within time cut. Like that's the art of the the sprinters are doing that, but but if but for him his position and whatever, it's just also like it's like somebody get injured as you're sitting crooked on the bike and something's hurt and now you're pulling your back and then suddenly like a two week thing turns into a six month thing. Um, and then you're 50, and then all of a sudden from there, <laughs> suddenly you're on a couch oh, with a bad horrible. mustache and a wife who's in serious pain <laughs> with some weird red necklace yep. on. Yep. <laughs> Um, now about here, uh, we got into stage nine, I thought had some really good France and Switzerland porn. Um, <laughs> yeah, just oh, some yes. beautiful, yeah, no, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of drone shots and it's just like, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's one of the things that people tune in for. What was that climb with the switchbacks? Well, that was, that was the next, insane. that was the next one, but they, that, that was the next episode that switches back and forth. Uh, oh, that was less so sets. I want to do half an hour less sets because I saw that KOM. So hold your thoughts. <laughs> on sets. But the, uh, but you still have I have very few, right, I, I have know, questions. I have very few moments of pride. I deserve them. Um, they, uh, they showed, but Youngles, I, I like to see Youngles win a stage. Well, Okay, there was there was a part there that I thought Netflix cooked a little bit because they had the whole Pino. They had a lot of interview, a lot of bank stuff from him. They had the expectations. Um, there's the stage where like his his like almost redemption, where he he's in a breakaway, and it wasn't the stage he was supposed to win in his hometown, but it was one or two stages later. Uh, here's the breakaway, and Youngles attacks it. Um, Youngles is a guy who like he's he's one of the guys you. I'm sure he's won stages before of probably everything, but he's more the guy you see like on the front, just drilling it for his teammate and just like being just, that's just a name who's constantly on the front and, you know, pulling out with, with 10 K to go, having done an outrageously impressive job. Um, so it's cool to see that guy grab a stage, but, um, and they, and they showed him enough that like, okay, cool. We get to, we get to enjoy that for him. Uh, but they also show like, he attacks the break and it's on the climb he attacks and they said he puts two minutes on the break he's got a two minute lead going over the top and then pino who to be fair to pino he's marked out but pino attacks toward into towards young goals but like the race is already over and netflix kind of does this like you know they they do the radio like oh you're gaining on young at the finish line and, and they go the young like oh he's gaining i gotta go faster and pino was never going to catch him young was gone and Pino made him earn it, but like they, they kind of, they were never in the same shot on camera. You know, like they could never, they could never find that angle. It wasn't really a pursuit. I was fooled. Perfect. So there you go. That's fine. That's fine. Pino had no chance at that. It was, it was one of those like, and you, you know, that's a TV attack. That's, they, they call him a romantic writer. That's a thing that you do. Um, you know, you do an attack to get on TV and that thing. And again, like there, you know, there is a world where he wins that. But I, I don't think it was ever really realistic. And I think I remember watching that stage and, and I, I see what he's doing. That's fine. And second place, by the way, quite respectable. 
that's fine. Like he's attacking for second and dropping those guys. Is it worth burning energy like that? I mean, I know it's the end anyway, but yeah. you know you're not going to get it just to get on. Just, just if you're, yeah, for second place, if you're like not a GC guy, like Pino's a guy who's still happy with second place. Like obviously he wants to win, but like he's not going to get a ton of podiums directly. Like for for a, a Pogacar or a Wow, no. And again, there's a version where like Jungles crashes on the descent or whatever. Like that's. You put yourself in a position to do that a hundred times, and, and you get lucky once. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we can we can allow that. Uh, there were some ice vests as a plug. This 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 show has no sponsors. Okay, we have no sponsors. The show I have to pay for web hosting. Uh, that's not free. This is my time. I'm editing this all tomorrow, editing out all of Emily's sarcastic insults at me, uh, so I can plug the fact that they were wearing ice vests because ice vests are effective, and I sell them at icelegs.com. If we sell a few of those, then that they don't right. have to get sponsors for this show. Okay. And and, and then, then everybody wins, um, especially me and except not Pino. Yeah. Um, they in the Switzerland porn. They show the city of, of well, they, they pronounce it Eigel, A-I-G-L-E, and I've, I've been there, um, and everyone just, it's A-I-G-L-E, but everyone's like, oh, it's pronounced egg, like scrambled eggs or whatever. They say it's pronounced egg. There's no, and I, I know, the whole time I was there, I was like, I, I could never say it right, and I don't, and I still know how to do it, but I know that everyone on TV was saying it wrong, so I was saying it. And you want to say Eigel, because it's, you know, you sound it yeah. out if you're an English speaker, but it's just, I think you just... You just slur it so hard because you're because you're drunk on fine Swiss wine. Egg, you know. I go I go egg. Try it. Egg. <laughs> but but egg. try and say egg, but you're actually saying I go. That's the tricky part. Egg. See, egg. She got there's a little oil in there, like the glottal. Long time since I took linguistics, but egg. I think I think you did better than I've ever done. Right there. Oh well. Thank you. Um, we've we've got to talk about the director uh, uh, Julian Yurdel uh, Yurdel. Uh, director sportive with all the tattoos yes yes let's discuss because i was thinking yeah, yeah i have i i already feel bad about it but we can't we can't let it go um doesn't feel bad about okay i won't feel bad about it he got the tattoos and he showed them on television i just i want to go through them so there's the podium one right where yeah it's, where it's the team, it the team the team there's a team so that one of the prizes the tour which they don't explain is the team classification which is i think it's like the if you have the best time cumulative of your top i forget if it's three or five riders that's the team gc okay. and that's one of those prizes that like really no one goes into the race looking for the team gc there's a lot of consolation prize so everyone starts the race and they do a good job explaining this with those french teams specifically everyone goes in the race like oh here's our guy to win the gc and then around like stage four and i've been this i've been in this race many times we're just like oh we're gonna win the race and then stage four is like oh our gc guys eight minutes back we're going for stage wins now <laughs> and it's like oh crap Stage wins are really hard. We're just trying to be in breakaways and be on TV. You know, then it goes, and then there's a, there's a KOM jersey. It's like, oh, maybe we can get that. And suddenly, like, everyone's really stoked about the KOM jersey for five minutes. Uh, and then I would say, like, the team classification is pretty low on that. It's just like, oh, we got three guys who can come top 30. Yes! Let's go to the team. And so he got a tattoo of that. Okay, well. I'm sure it was hard. I'm sure it was really it's hard. It's very aligned with. His next tattoo that he explains, which is his list of achievements, he has his literal resume. To be fair, back. it was it was his. I believe it was his rider's achievements, not his personal achievements. It was that's the right. riders it that was. he directed. It was. You're right. So it's less. It's far less obnoxious that okay. way. Okay, that's. Um, but it's agreed. still it's still a bit, and I think everyone watching had the same reaction to his <laughs> next tattoo, where he goes on like, "Here's my arm devoted to this race, and my back devoted to this race." By the way, what if that team fires you? Because uh, that could happen. You know, that's a move. Mm -hmm. uh, or, or the, 
I mean, I guess you can get like a sponsor logo tattoo to do his bicep. Um, that would be a, a super bad move. But anyway, the next tattoo was the compass. The compass, <laughs> vaguely representing his family. Oh, and this is my family represented by a compass. Is that what I just? Well, the compass gives him direction. You know, and the thing is, he might have gone on like a five-minute rant about how much he loves his wife and his children, and Netflix was just like, "Nah, it's already forty-six minutes this episode." You know what I mean? Like they might have screwed him on that, and he and he gave his family equal building because I get the compass, the symbolism of of you know, there that's your that's your north star. You know, like like how I'm your north star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, like how our dog Nala is your North Star. Where is she? She Nala Nala made it through. Um, we just watched the two episodes in a row, and Nala Nala pieced out. Actually, during I think it was during the Swiss porn. Yeah, uh, she, she went. She went put to herself bed. to bed. The North Star. That's where I need to be. Yeah, yeah. Bedtime. <laughs> so Nala Nala doesn't like cycling. Is what I'm taking from it. it can, oh no! You know what no Nala one does like? likes. Okay, tell them. Try and do this quickly because this is another aside. Okay, I think, it was, Nala like I think it was New Year's that we were going to a friend's house mm-hmm. and we put the um, we let the TV on with the volume up in case the fireworks because there's another yeah, dog dogs get stressed there. by fireworks. Yeah. Uh, no, I ain't saying that. And we left the Shaq documentary running. Yeah, I just turned on like what was like HBO was the last thing we watched. I didn't want to like get back into whatever show we were yeah. watching and lose our place. Yeah. So I just like the most recent thing was the Shaquille O'Neal yeah. so documentary. So Nala, Nala stayed on the couch the whole time. She was awake when we got home and she was watching the Shaq doc. She, she, she completed it. Yeah. Yeah. She binged Shaquille yeah. O'Neal. And now like the, the thing is Nala, <laughs> she's a huge Shaq fan. She's a huge Jack fan. Loves and, basketball. And she all, all she wants to do is, like, she's just constantly bringing up his stats. She's just like, you know that Shaquille O'Neal was 6'10 in high school? She keeps telling me that. And I'm like, Nala, <laughs> just just eat your kibble. Size 22. Yeah, and his shoes yeah. are size 22. Um, don't waste a lot of money. Anyway, so, but she, she won't be doing that with Wow. Um, which No, she's... Yeah, that's fine. Sorry, Wow. Oh, we missed one of the tattoos. Which yeah. I only remember because my very good friend was just visiting us oh, from, yeah. from France. She Sorry, was yeah. in Antibes, okay. near Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, I think she met somebody. Went to a, we went somewhere. You guys, saw, you, yeah, yeah, don't say which cafe. Somebody. I know which cafe, we but saw, I don't need... The, we the, saw somebody. It's a very small chance that someone shows Let us Let me move her. on. <laughs> we saw somebody who claimed to be French, and she spoke some French, but very little. And then when my friend asked her where she was from, she said, blah, 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 I forgot where... Um, and she had a Eiffel Tower tattoo and it wasn't making sense in my friend's head why she had an Eiffel Tower tattoo and the woman was claiming to be French because Jill's words were no French person would ever get an Eiffel Tower tattooed on them. What tattoo would a French person get? Well, here's the thing. So, so, sorry. So Jill's, Jill's point was destroyed by this French guy who had an Eiffel Tower tattoo. Yeah, but I think he probably... Probably gets highly made fun of by the French for having oh, you an think? Eiffel Tower tattoo. I mean, he took his shirt off. He's not too ashamed of it. He That's a different story than being made fun of. That's true. All right. Separate. All right. Oh, this guy can. This guy can probably take the heat. Um, but yeah, two Eiffel Tower tattoos in forty-eight hours. Uh, Wild. For you. What's it's going on out there? Same artist. You Should think? I get one? What if an Eiffel Tower? I'm not if French. Want, they can't make fun of me. What about like? What about like an Arc de Triomphe? You know? Yeah. There's there's lots of other French iconic things. You know what? Get the Mona Lisa just straight on your back on in back. life size because it's very small. Uh, and then when Youngles wins the stage, they show the the champagne at dinner. I, I like that part. That's a fun... Yeah, they were drinking. I was shocked at that. Yeah. So, okay. Um, 
you, it's it's kind of it, it's frowned upon to drink during a stage race. You don't do that, but like a, a glass of red isn't like a lot of the older guys would would get away with it, or like you're, the policy is you're not supposed to, but they would do it and wasn't really going to fine them. Um, but for the stage win, obviously they get champagne on the podium, <laughs> but sort of the standard when you win the stage, uh, the team has champagne at dinner. The she, the team has a whole a, a bottle and and it's it's a rule. It's like you can't you can't not do it. It's it's religious. Um, and you don't have to like slam the whole bottle, but but that's that's the deal. And the thing is, everyone does like a toast, and you know the team dinners usually it's like a big buffet area, and and all the teams or at least like half the teams are in the same hotel, and like you're sitting there drowning your fucking rice and and you know, well rice is delicious, but uh, you're sitting there drowning in whatever food that you're sick of, and your jaw sore, and you're sore, and you had a bad day because everybody had a bad day if you didn't win, and then you just hear like three tables over like ah the bye! everyone's toasting, and it's just like. Ugh. it's literally like you're like nice like everyone does a little tough with the guy and you look at him just like oh this sucks like get it over with it's like when somebody's singing happy birthday at the next table oh. at applebee's and it's just like i'm just trying to eat my fiesta lime chicken mm. um yeah it's tasty that's a good item sponsored by how <laughs> you were gonna say rice and beans that's why i got excited oh no it was rice and grilled chicken was like where my head and... was going no we don't like Rice and beans I'd be okay with, but it's always like the same rice, grilled chicken, or salmon. At the big races, the teams will have, most of those teams probably have like a personal chef uh, at the race to do like whatever each guy likes. So they might, but it looked like a standard, for breakfast for sure, they just do the the hotel, you know, basic stuff. But I think, I would say most of the teams would have a chef. Maybe the, even EF had one. That means all the broke teams have one. You think, all, you think the hotels like turn up their breakfast? No, the hotels, at least most of those races, the hotels would have, uh, they'd have like outside, like the ASO would bring in outside catering to, to staff the hotel for the meal. So the hotel just like, they send the maids home, they send the cooks home, and it's just the, the race has their little traveling thing that's, uh, you know, minimum lowest bidder situation. <laughs> Interesting. But then they would bring in, like obviously food's important, uh, so they would bring in like, like each team would have a chef if they're loyal to, and it's like kind of the same chefs at, at each of the okay. races. Okay. Um, for the A races, for sure. Hi, this is Editing Phil cutting in. Uh, we are going to make one separate podcast episode for each episode of the show. Uh, so part two, next episode, episode four of this coming up very soon. We're going to create these as fast as we can uh, to lead into the, the 2023 Tour de France. So thanks for watching, listening, it's available on audio. Tell your friends, comments, all that stuff. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, you'll hear from us soon.